Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesley, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive. Yay! We are back with the Power On Boost. My name is Adrian Wesley. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I'm also a human optimization coach, and I'm one of the co-founders of the Power On Movement. And it is Sunday in Canada right now at, I believe, 3 p.m. PST, and I am uh, filming live from Thailand. And in Thailand, it is... What time is it right now in Thailand? Shit, 6 a.m. I should know that. I just woke up. So at 6 a.m. in Thailand, I've been up since 5 a.m. this morning preparing for this go-live. I'm super excited to be back. The Power On Movement is facilitating the awakening of personal power worldwide. We've got members all over the world. Currently, we're a nonprofit organization, and a Facebook group is where we do this from. Today, i got a special uh, Power On Boost for you. And before I get started, I wanted to apologize. I did a post saying that I would do a power on boost from Bangkok and I never did it. And that's because Bangkok was a fucking gong show. And I've also been, uh, as I've mentioned before, I've been dealing with some personal issues over the last five to six weeks. Uh, As all of you know, I've fallen in love with someone very amazing, but it's also brought up a lot of uh, trauma and a lot of faulty beliefs and a lot of insecurity and jealousy. So I've been working on that. I'm coming out the other side of it now, I feel, but I wanted to let you all know that I am very dedicated to continuing to doing these power on boosts, and I apologize that I said I was going to do one when I didn't, but also if I miss a week here and there, I've been doing them every week for 38 weeks. I missed a couple weeks this year. I'd ask that you have some understanding because this is volunteer work as well, and I'm a human being, and uh, I'm doing my best. The other thing I wanted to show you was my peace shirt. Joy and I got them at the market. Fucking $4 Canadian. I fucking love Thailand. I got a pair of billabong shorts for, I think, 6 bucks Canadian. They're probably not really billabong, but they feel the same, and I feel much better about not giving $45 more to a brand. Anyway, super excited to be back, everybody. Posting, we've got some new rules on the timeline. We're not allowing any shares from your business page or your fan page. And if there is anything with your name on it in the post, in the picture that you add, if your name's there, it's going to be deleted. We've got, we're having a hard time, to be honest with you, trying to figure out what to do with the posts on the timeline because we don't want people promoting themselves. And unfortunately, people take advantage of that or they understand that that's the case, but they still try and post stuff to get attention or to get exposure. So... Please, the only posts you can do on the Power On Movement are when you directly post on our timeline and you can link to someone's music or you can link to a video from someone. But if you're sending us a link to a video of yourself, you will be deleted, just so we're all clear. We have to keep it real simple because Graham and I don't have time to police this all the time. And it's unfortunate that people can't just do things to help other people because when you can tell with people that are posting that are trying to get exposure, it's a different energy. 
We're asking everybody, if you're going to post on the timeline, do it from a place of caring for other people and wanting to share your information to help them, not to get exposure to your name or your brand. So if your post gets deleted, it's because we classify it as self-promotion. Simple as that. And if we can't make that work, we're going to have to stop all posts on the timeline and we're going to have to make this a resource only for my videos and Graham's videos and Dr. Nick's videos so that we can help you guys. But we don't want to go there. So please, please spread the word. You can only post on the timeline and post things that don't have your name on it or self-promotion. Mindset challenge. Oh, I forgot a very important disclaimer for anybody that's new to this. If you don't like swearing, turn it off right now because I'm a fucking swearing beast. And I just showed you that right there. Have a little coffee. I don't know if you can see that. Joy bought those for us, some Thai artist. Anyway, I don't really know why I showed that to you. It's not really fucking important, but I always seem to show you my mug. Mindset challenge. Last time, last month, every month, we do a 30-day mindset challenge. Your mind is always listening to you. Your mind is taking orders from you, and your mind is creating what you tell it by what you think. I want you to imagine when you type into a keyboard, that creates code, which tells the computer what to create. That's what your thoughts are doing with your mind. So you all better really, really get good at how you think. Everything starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. And that's why I became a hypnotherapist, because your subconscious mind is what's creating your conscious thoughts, which is what's creating your vibration. Woo! So we do a 30-day challenge to repeat the certain phrase all the time. And last 30 days, it was everything is always working out for me, which is the most important affirmation on this planet. It's called the Master Blaster. Kelly, Joseph, Noel... James, fucking awesome to see you guys. Boom, boom. The crew is back. So again, we do a mindset challenge. And the mindset challenge we're doing for the next 30 days is I expect good things to happen. There's 34 people on the call. If you could all help me out by typing into the call. There's 32 people on the go live now. It dropped. I guess they didn't like that mindset challenge. Well, there's 35 now. Anyway, if everybody could please type into the comments, I expect good things to happen. I expect good things to happen. For most of my adult life, from the trauma child that I had, I expected bad things to happen. And if you expect bad things to happen, bad things are going to happen. I expect good things to happen. If you expect good things to happen, fucking good things are going to happen. So expect good things to happen. Thailand. So I got a couple little stories for you. I'm into the meat of this now. So what you need to type into the comments is I expect good things to happen. If you wouldn't mind supporting me so that we embed it into this video and then anybody else who comes to watch is starting to expect good things to happen. One quick story. We were eating at an Indian restaurant. I know it's kind of funny eating at an Indian restaurant in Thailand, but I had to go to the bathroom. So the Indian dude that's running the restaurant took me next door to the tailor shop and inside the tailor shop was the bathroom. But I thought it was kind of funny because he just left me in there. And I go to the bathroom and then I come back out and there's this whole shop full of suits and material and there's nobody in there. And it struck me. It's like, that's so cool to live in an environment where everybody trusts each other. You can leave a store open that's got, I don't know, thousands of dollars of material in there. And then I also thought, fuck, that's a pretty good idea to put your bathroom in another store because now I know that they create suits. So cross promotion. Really wasn't that great of a story, but I just thought it was really fucking interesting that there was nobody in there and that it wasn't locked and he left me in there. And I was having Indian food in Thailand and I took a pee in a tailor shop, which is the bathroom for the Indian restaurant. 
And I also want to let you know that the Indian restaurant is next door to the tailor shop. And next door to the tailor shop is a place called Sunset Bar. And then the place next door to Sunset Bar is called Eat Me Restaurant. Fucking the best. I love Thailand. I did a post on it, actually. The restaurant's called Eat Me. And it's next door to Sunset Bar. <laughs> Fuck. Too funny. Too, too funny. So one of my stories for you today, I was riding the scooter with Joy. And I asked her, I said, what are you thinking? Because she reads energy and I can feel her energy. So a lot of times she'll ask me, what are you thinking or what's going on or did something shift? So this is what's forced us to be really good communicators because she senses everything. So from the very beginning, I realized, oh my God, if this woman can feel my shifts in energy, it's a good thing I'm not a liar or a cheating bastard because I'd be fucked. This would be a landmine. <laughs> but because I'm honest, it's not an issue. And it's actually forced us to be super, 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 super over communicative about things. So we're riding on the scooter. So she often asks me, what are you thinking? Because she knows I'm always fucking thinking. And I say to her this time, this was two days ago, I think. And I said, what are you thinking? And she goes, nothing, I'm just staring at the leaves. And I can't tell you how many times I've had that fucking response. And I'm like, you're never thinking. And she's like, I just determined that I don't really see the point. And boom, kaboom, it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks. I've been ruminating all my life. I've been trying to sort problems out all my life. I had a two and a half year period in the last two and a half years where I wasn't dating. And I figured out how to get to the place of no thought and flow state. So I haven't been suffering, but I've been suffering the last six to eight weeks since I've been in the relationship with Joy because it's triggered faulty beliefs, which has brought up old programs, which is causing me to ruminate and think all the time. But it just hit me really hard. What's the fucking point? And I've told you guys before that there's no predators in the now. It's our responsibility to live in the now. If you want to be in flow state, you got to be in the now. And that means you got to get out of your head and get back into your life. But what really hit me hard was her response of what's the point? And it's true. All of the thinking that I do, and then she went on to tell me about the tornado analogy. And negative thinking is like a tornado. And you start thinking one thought, and it picks up another negative thought, and it picks up another negative thought. And then that tornado just starts fucking cleaning house, and it sweeps up everything in its path. And I can't tell you, I spent most of my life creating that tornado and then feeding that fucking tornado because I was an expert ruminator and I was addicted to thinking and I was programmed that worrying is the best way to look out for yourself, which is actually the worst way to look out for yourself. Woo! Got a little bit of oxygen. When I do the woo, that's actually giving myself some oxygen because I sometimes speak without taking a break, as you might notice. Anyway, riding the scooter, she says to me, I don't see the point in thinking, and it fucking just hit me hard. It's like I've spent my whole life thinking that thinking is the best thing to do, and, um, and it was just really powerful. And my message to you with this story is you've got to live in the now, get out of your head, and get back into your life. The magic of your life is around you in the now. And almost everybody on this call right now, I can almost guarantee you, spends most of your time in your head, in your conscious mind, solving problems that will never come true and never happen. One of the biggest tragedies I've recognized is that I will turn 85 or 90 years old and fucking realize that I spent my whole life missing out on my whole life because I was in my head dealing with stories that never came true. That's fucked. Get out of your head and get back into your life. Live in the now and stop thinking. You don't need to be thinking so much. It's pretty powerful, very powerful. This next story is called Let Your Flower Bloom. 
So someone said something the other day I heard, said everyone has issues. It's a good thing I speak like that because I get to look like an asshole and then you guys get to giggle a little bit because I'm being real and authentic. But I don't know why I sometimes have problems spitting things out of my mouth. Draper, what's up, bro? Love your content. I'm learning how to watch the leaves. Bro, I love you. And I appreciate you writing that comment from Edmonton, Alberta. I expect good things to happen. I can see it all over the comments. Woo, it's going to be a good day because we're all expecting good things to happen. And it's 6.15 in the morning right now. And I'm choosing right now at this moment with you to make today the best day of my life. And that's another little story that I'll interject is that every day when you get up, choose to make today the best day of your life. Choose to make today the best day of your life. So let your flower bloom. Basically, I've said this to you guys before. Your whole mission on this planet right now is to become the real you, to let your unique flower bloom. And I heard something the other day where someone said everyone has issues. And I'm like, fuck, everybody does have issues, (laughs) including me. I've got issues, trust me. But I'm working on them and I'm awake to them and I'm aware of them and I'm conscious of them and I'm loving them. And they're not going to be issues for long. The difference is everybody has issues, but the difference is is how people deal with them. And there's really two ways of dealing with it. I got to get a bit more of a manly cup. I just noticed that thing's kind of, I'm all about love and and fun things, but that thing's a little too too female. Thanks, Joy. Thanks for the mug. (laughs) Anyway, just kidding. The difference is how people deal with their issues. There are two different types of people that I've discovered. One is that people uh, run from their issues and they live a life. They live a life asleep in the dream. So they live a life in a negative feedback loop, reliving faulty beliefs and, and negative programming that has been passed on from generations to generations. So remember when you're zero to eight years old, your conscious mind is not in effect. And everything is dumping down straight into your subconscious. The Jesuits, I believe it is, say, show me the boy at eight and I'll show you the man. They understand that by about eight, you've got all of your programming in you, which is going to create the adult you. Now your job is to come home to yourself, identify that faulty programming and reprogram it to something that serves you well. Now, As I said, everybody has issues, but there are two types of people. One type of person that lives asleep to their issues and doesn't face them and medicates with alcohol and drugs, houses, clothes, cars, anything they can to take take them away from themselves. Those people are going to be living a life asleep in the dream and they're going to die old or get old and realize that they never actually lived their life. So again, your job is to let your flower bloom. But guess what? You can't let your real flower bloom until you face your issues and identify what faulty beliefs you have in your supercomputer and program them to something that is powerful and positive that is taking you to where you want to be. So my my message with this story is is you cannot have your flower bloom unless you face what is holding you back. And that's not always easy for people. It's really not easy to face yourself. But I think that's also because people have this misconception that coming home to yourself and facing yourself is bad and painful. And it's not. Coming home to yourself is the most beautiful thing you could ever do in your life. So... 
let your flower bloom. If you want to let your flower bloom, you're going to have to find out what your faulty beliefs are in your subconscious. You're going to have to face your trauma. You're going to have to face your problems and you're going to have to work through it. And you're going to have to break the circle with your family's generational negative fucking programming. So most of you are reliving programming that you've been given that you didn't realize you were given from your parents and uncles and aunts and from school teachers that was passed on to them, that was passed on to them, that was passed on to them. You are very programmable, but guess what? You can reprogram yourself, and that's what's super, super exciting. Next story is about floating and meditating. There's a picture on my website, VancouverCityHypnotherapy.com, where there's a lady floating. And the caption I put there is, when you stop struggling, you float. And this is pretty profound. And I don't really know why I'm telling you guys this, other than the fact that if you have a sea or an ocean around you, you can try this. But I've been laying on my back, and I've been putting my hands like this so that they're, they're together. And then my feet are together. So I'm like this long board on the water. And, and I'm like this. I don't know if you can get what I'm trying to say. But my body stays buoyant, and I can let go. I was meditating yesterday in the Adaman Sea, staring up at the blue sky. And it was fucking incredible. It's like a float tank. So you can create a float tank for yourself. I like float tanks, but I'm not a big fan of them because they change that water not enough. And they recycle the water and they filter it themselves. So you're depending on the float tank place to do a good job of cleaning that water. Or else you're soaking and floating in other people's stuff. I know it's salt water, but it's still fucking kind of weird to me. So again... If you float in the way I just showed you, you can actually meditate and let go. It's incredible because you stay buoyant. Little value add. I don't know how many of you have a fucking warm enough ocean or sea near you, but if you get to one, try floating and letting go in the ocean. It is absolutely probably one of the most therapeutic things you can do. And I don't know what it is. I think it might be because we were born in the womb. And we were born floating in water. But I, even if five, ten minutes of this floating in the water and letting go totally rebalanced my brain waves and totally gave me a new look on uh, a new perspective on where I was. The other thing I want to tell you, I got two more stories for you. And second story I have for you is I've mentioned to all of you that I've fallen in love recently and it triggered a lot of faulty beliefs. I've had a lot of insecurity. I've had a lot of jealousy. I've had a lot of abandonment. I've had a lot of fear of loss. Just last night, Joy works at a restaurant. She came home at 11.45. I woke up at 11 o'clock in panic, in not real panic, but this trauma energy. Oh, my God, is she okay? Is she coming home? And this is all from stuff that happened with my mom and the abandonment and the death of my mom and all of that stuff. But I'm doing parts therapy to work on that. But what I'm trying to tell you is that in the last six weeks, I've had the best moments of my life with Joy, but I've also had some of the toughest shit to deal with. And there were times in that fucking mud where I was like, I lost interest in power on. I didn't lose interest, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do all of this stuff because I'm fucking in deep. But you know what? I didn't quit. And I knew I just needed to get through the other side of the mud. That's my message to you. And then I came through the other side of the mud and someone posted a comment on the power on movement timeline saying, Adrian's not doing his fucking go live since he fell in love. And no one's checking the timeline and isn't anybody doing anything, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty negative. I thought that the, the way the lady dealt with it could have been a bit different. She could have just sent me a message. 
That's my one message to you today, too. Stop fucking making negative posts, everybody. It's so fucking stupid. If you need something from somebody, send them a message and tell them in love. You don't need to share your shit and complain in a negative way on Facebook. There's too much of it. So anyway, and I'm not sending this lady any bad energy. I'm just trying to use this as an example, is that all she needed to do is send me a message and say, Adrian, I really appreciate your go lives. Is there a reason why you haven't been showing up? And I really miss you. And then I'd be like, fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm coming back. But instead, she dealt with it in the sense of what's going on with this group and fucking Adrian fell in love and he's not showing up. Anyway, what came out of that is I probably got seven or eight messages in my inbox saying, fuck, man, we love you. We really appreciate your go lives. I really, really need to be there and hear you every week. It's really amazing. And what that did for me is that that changed something for me. It gave it invigorated me. It made me realize that there's people out there like you that actually enjoy what I do and actually get value from this. So what my story is, when you're creating something, because we've been doing the power on movement for maybe nine, 10 months now, when you are creating something, you are going to go through ups and downs throughout the year and throughout the second year. And my message to you is not to give up. My message to you is that if you're going through a tough time like I did, you're not looking at things from a proper perspective. And the true value and the true nuggets and the true gold comes from when you persevere through the mud. And that's when you get this glorifying feeling of, holy fuck, this is incredible. And that's what I feel today. I'm back here with you guys. I'm reinvigorated to start doing go lives every week. And I'm even more convinced that this is of value to some people. So I'm even more motivated to keep going for another year. So that's my story. That's my power on boost story. My last story is pretty important to me. I was riding my scooter and I was listening to Lauren Hill and Bob Marley and Turn Your Lights Down. It's a fucking beautiful song. My mind started thinking about one of Joy's close guys friend. My mind started thinking about one of Joy's close guy friends. So close that she calls him a brother. But it's been fucking with me because I don't have any close female friends like that. And it's new to me. I've never dated anybody that has a close guy friend like that. And my mind is trying to fuck with me. My mind was trying to make me think of him and put him in my mind and make me think of them hanging out, make me think of her loving him. And, and then I realized, hold on a sec. I've been doing this the whole time. This is fucked up. Why, why is my mind doing this? So that's what I did differently is I realized I did something different. I did not continue to feed the tornado. I did not continue to feed the negative tornado. Instead, I asked myself, where is this coming from? Where in my subconscious mind or where inside of me is this need to bring up or focus on this person that causes me anxiety. Why am I doing that to myself? What do I have to learn from this? And what is this shining a light on for me? And then guess what, where my mind went? 13-year-old Adrian lying in bed. His mom has attempted suicide already. At 2 o'clock in the morning, I'd wake up in the middle of the night hearing fucking screaming. I'd run across the hallway, and my mom would be on the side of the bed on her knees crying, and my dad would be in bed, like, looking terrified. This fucked me up because when you're sleeping, you let go. And then all of a sudden, bam, you hear someone screaming and crying and mental illness, and it's fucked. That little kid, 13-year-old inner Adrian, inner child, Adrian, 
I realized he's been making me think about Joy's guy friend. He's been making me think these negative thoughts because he's trying to get my attention. He's scared. And I need to go back and tell him that everything's okay. And that's the biggest message I have for all of you. If you have trauma inside of you, you need to come home to yourself. You need to identify the parts of yourself, the inner child's parts of yourself that need your soothing and your nurturing. And it's your job to come back and reprogram them and also let them know that they are safe and that they are okay. And what's happened before is when I've gone through this process before, I've gone back to little Adrian at 13 year old, years old in that bed. And I've done that in parts therapy and I've done it on my own. But anytime I did it in the past, I would soothe him. I would act like I was adult Adrian beside the bed with him. And I'd say, it's okay, Adrian, you can go back to sleep. I'm here now. You're safe. You're safe. I'm here. Everything's okay, little buddy. You're okay. And what happened this time is I was like, no, 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 no. We're going to get you out of the bedroom. You're going to come with me now. We're leaving that behind. It's over. And then I was able to tell little Adrian, it's over. It's okay. Mom's dead. It's done. It's all gone. You can relax. I want you, 13-year-old little Adrian, to come with me and start hanging out with me and start having fun with me because adult Adrian is not in trauma anymore and he's having a fucking incredible life. So now, 13-year-old little Adrian is inside me and he's coming with me and I'm just going to check in with him every day. But it was super powerful for me to identify that those negative thoughts were coming from that 13-year-old little boy inside of me that's fucking scared of getting abandoned and scared of getting hurt. And I need to come back and I need to soothe him and I need to let him know that it's going to be okay. So the reason I share all of this with you is because this is how you're going to change your own life if you've got trauma or if you've got things inside of you that need to be worked on. The only person that can really soothe that person or take care of that person is yourself. So you need to come home to yourself, everybody. You need to find out where you're at. You need to find out what the faulty programs are that you've taken on and you need to reprogram them. And you need to find out which parts of yourself, which sides of yourself, which inner child inside of you needs to be nurtured and soothed and needs to be told that they're safe and okay. A lot of your negative thoughts are coming from an inner child version of you that is terrified and not safe and doesn't feel good and doesn't feel worthy. So that's, that's my main message today, everybody. Come home to yourself. Choose to make today the best day of your life because your mind is always listening to you. Your mind is taking orders from you. 6,300 people died last hour. 6,300 people die every hour around the world approximately. I say this all the time. Today is not fucking guaranteed. There is no guarantee that you're going to wake up tomorrow. That is the biggest tragedy of our fucking human race is that we all expect that we're going to live until retirement. Make today the best day of your life. Live in the now Change weak negative thoughts to the powerful positive opposite. Meditate every day. Go within. Everything you seek is within you. And honor your temple. Eat healthy foods. Drink lots of water. Sleep well. Stretch. You need to do all four of those things. And I call them the magic four. Love you guys. Super excited to be back doing the Power on Boost. I'll be back next week. And go crush it today. You're amazing. You're powerful. You're more than enough. The only person stopping you from creating your fucking dreams is you. And that's super exciting. Why is that? Because it's not some red tape fucking bureaucracy with a government. It's not a degree that you need. 
It's not a barrier to entry where you need a permit. The only thing stopping you is you. So come home to yourself, create silence in your life, spend time with yourself, reprogram your faulty beliefs, get healthy, love yourself, and live an amazing life and let your fucking flower bloom. I love the fact that I get to say that. Let your fucking flower bloom. I've got such a masculine message with such a feminine message. It's pretty cool, I think. Let your fucking flower bloom. Bloom. That's why you're here, everybody. You're here to create the greatest version of yourself, and you're here to shine. You're here to fucking add your unique gifts to the world. Every single one of you has something amazing to offer me and everybody else on this planet. Stop keeping it inside. Let it out. Let it out. Love you guys. Power on, everybody. Make today the best day of your life. You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power On!